Bilbo Baggins? Uh, yes. I am looking to hire a burglar. Burglar? <laughs> I'm afraid you've come to the wrong place. You mean you do not wish to share a grand adventure? Dear me, no. We hobbits are plain quiet folk. Adventures make one late for dinner. Enough. I am Gandalf. Gandalf? Not the wandering wizard. The same. We are all here. In the worship of metal. Are you into heavy metal? Are you into black metal? Are you into speed metal? That wizard's just a crazy old man. Dungeon will be not afraid. You're in Midtown Radio with me, Guardian Wizard of Waterloo Region, Watcher by the Gate of Horn, Wizard of Ample Sample, Knight of the Sound Treble, Wielder of the Doomerang, and two-time winner of the Wizard's Choice Awards. The Elven Ravers know me as Cantrip. The Killer Dwarves know me as Ragnar Rock. The Moon Goblins know me as Biggie Stardust, but by radio I am known as DJ Ryan the Plaid, Keeper of Dark Age Tunage. Broadcasting from the Adventurers Guild Board Game Cafe in Kitchener, Ontario, this is Free Wizard Radio. I'm a wizard, that's my business. A wizard is never late. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. Darkness took me. And I strayed out of thought and time. Stars Every day was as long as a life age of the earth. But it was not the end. I felt life in me again. I've been sent back until my task is done.
right to your ear holes from 1987 across the magic airwaves of Free Wizard Radio. That was Toxic, with a K, with a track called Haunted Earth. Yes, welcome to the show. Show number 30. Hard to believe. Hope you've had a good week. Hope you're rocking, rolling, twitching in your seat. Begging the gods for more metal and more dungeon synth. Well, they hear your prayers, friend. I feel from my heart of hearts that uh, you should hear some more metal. I have a profound feeling that we could all use some magical instruction. I think we need to brush up on our lore. I think we need to remember the power of heraldic beasts. Uh, so uh, please listen to this seminar by Jaldeboath called Calling on All Heraldic Beasts.
Old Forest with a track called Long Man of Wilmington. And before that, Jaldaboath with Calling on All Heraldic Beasts. The Long Man of Wilmington. Uh, have you heard of it? Uh, it is a, a figure of a man clutching two long walking staves, um, also known as the Wilmington Giant. In, in Wilmington in England, cut it into the side of a hill near, near some uh, ancient barrow mounds. An interesting thing. Google it. Take a look at it. It's pretty cool. It, uh, it's cut into the hillside so that it gets down into the, uh, into the chalk below and shines forth as a, as a white line drawing on the side of a hill. No one's quite sure what the origin is. It's, uh, it's long been debated. People think that it's either sort of like a, a, a Neolithic, you know, super early carving, but recent studies seem to point out that it's probably actually much uh, much later than that. That it's like a 16th, 17th century thing, maybe drawn by uh, by monks from a from a nearby priory. To what end? Who knows? Maybe a nod to local folklore. But uh, local folklore has certainly grown up around it. Before that was uh, Jaldaboth, calling all heraldic beasts, a, a hilariously cool band, also from England. Uh, as you know, that heard they're kind of like Monty Python inspired symphonic metal <laughs> a lot of sort of like goofy like knights in shining armor stage stuff very body humor as well recommend checking out the rest of it I'm, I'm sure i will assuredly play some more at some point on this here show yes this very show when was the last time you put uh, a heraldic beast on your on your shirt or your you know your laptop bag or you know whatever you should try it sometime. Carve a heraldic beast. Perhaps carve the long man of Wilmington. See what powers it may afford you for the day. You never know. What else I got to do, right? Just reach out to those powers from beyond. Powers of myth and purport. You know, cool shit like that. It's the spice of life. It is the infusion of, of strange meaning that uh, that gives our life that, that pepper, this little pepper on it you know just gotta reach out let's uh let's do some reaching out with tail gunner let's go uh let's go back let's go back in metal time with tail gunner <laughs> Thank you. 
Gear Grind. Love this album. That's from the album Dark and Twisting Pathways, and it's a really unique dungeon synth album. You're listening to an audio play unfolding um, with, uh, you know, the kind of dungeon synthy passages you would hope to hear in an audio play um, about dark and twisting pathways below the earth. It's very, very cool. So that was Gear Grind with a track called The Bard and the Dog. And before that was Tail Gunner with Reaching Out. Gear Grind is one of those bands that I found on uh, Bandcamp, which is sort of like, like there is no better place uh, for for dungeon synth and uh, and finding strange indie artists that you would never encounter otherwise. But uh, if you use Bandcamp, things uh, things have taken a bit of a turn for the worse. Um, in case you missed the news, about maybe well about a year ago, Epic Games, the uh, game company behind Fortnite bought Bandcamp and everybody sort of panicked and thought oh what is a what is a game developer you know give a shit about about music and the music industry this isn't really in their in their wheelhouse but thankfully nothing really changed things just sort of like stayed on stayed on Bandcamp was business as usual uh, and people thought that uh, Epic Games was content to sort of let let Bandcamp do its thing and and not really interfere with uh, with it but Epic Games has has flipped the biz uh, and has sold it to Song Trader, which is a music licensing company that sort of matches anybody who wants, you know, like samples or you know, you know, tracks for whatever various project will license um, music from their database. They'll you know they'll basically sell. They're in the business of selling tunes to producers who want to use it for stuff, which on paper you'd think would be good. But uh, they immediately fired half of the staff of Bandcamp. Um, most of the, uh, predominantly the, the editorial staff that would write articles, that would um, that was that was producing the content that made Bandcamp cool. Um, you know, little essays on scenes and movements and what's happening in this part of the world, what's happening in this town. Here's all these bands that have a similar kind of thing going on. Interviews with the bands. Um, it was just a nice little, it was a neat little indie music newsletter um, that would come out, you know, th- touching on any genre you could think of. That's all going to be gone um, now that all these people uh, have been kicked off, th- off the platform, presumably because SongTrader bought Bandcamp for the sole reason of having access to its database of music that it could mine, probably al- algorithmically matching clients with the kind of music that they might want. Um, hopefully that means that indie artists will will sell stuff, you know, but they were kind of doing that already with with, <laughs> with their followers. It's kind of what Bandcamp was for. You'd have, uh, if you're an indie artist, you no doubt, if you, if you make music, you no doubt have used Bandcamp. You know, you direct your following to Bandcamp, from there they buy your stuff. That's how that works. But people are less likely to find your stuff now that it's not being curated and now that it's not being... Uh, that the community inside Bandcamp has been gutted. The things that kept that community oiled have sort of been removed. So I'm curious as to what Bandcamp will become. Um, hopefully it will be okay, but SongTrader is a company that kind of doesn't really give a shit about this kind of thing. They're just sort of like, you know. Essentially Bandcamp has gone from an indie darling to to a database, which is, uh, which is unfortunate. But stiff off our lip, we'll see what happens. Maybe uh, maybe it'll be okay. 
it definitely won't be as engaging since uh, half the staff is gone. <laughs> and of course, that's always an indicator that the uh, whatever company is in it for the cash. Well, you're going to have to rely on people like me and all the other fantastic DJs on Midtown Radio uh, to supply you with, uh, you know, the stuff the algorithm misses. Like this next track. Uh, this is a, this is going to be an odd one. This is a, this is a dude called Zardonic with a Z. Zardonic. He's from uh, Venezuela. He's like a drum and bass techno guy with a cool like predator mask that he wears on his <laughs> on his face at all times and shows, with like wires sticking out like dreadlocks. And uh, he does really high energy sort of industrial techno. But uh, when I found him a long, long time ago, um, and maybe like the five-ish maybe, he was just doing extremely interesting blends of black metal and drum and bass. Uh, it is something that I'd never heard before, and I thought, holy shit, I want more of this. This is like exactly what I want from, you know, it pumping through my, uh, through my, my iPod shuffle. This is, uh, this is some really cool shit. He used to have it for free on his website for download. You can only find it now on archive.org because he took all that stuff down because um, it doesn't really match his current style. Um, it's not on Spotify. You can't really find it anywhere except on archive.org if you happen to know what to search for. So here's something. Here's Zardonic with Praise the Black Sun.
Arm Warrior, Heavy Metal Fire, the only kind I recognize. Uh, before that, Zardonic with Praise the Black Sun. How about that Zardonic, eh, buddies? <laughs> it's an interesting sound, one that you do not find uh, terribly often. It is uh, a strange a strange set of, uh, of bedfellows, but uh, I feel like black metal and drum and bass can be fellow travelers. Well, let's keep that energy going on. Let's do some uh let's do some typo negative. I'm feeling 90s. Here's uh I don't want to be me. <laughs>
I've always loved the uh, ambient piece at the end of that typo negative song with the uh, sort of liminal, evocative liminal space and trains going on that kind of mimic the, uh, the beat of a, of a heart. Pretty cool, eh? Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. Well, if it is adventure you crave, you can find some at the Adventurer's Guild Board Game Cafe and Tavern, right in downtown Kitchener on Ontario Street North, where I'm broadcasting to you from my dark tower for Midtown Radio KW. Remember, the magic is in you. Your love of a half leap has clearly slowed your mind. Two Crosses. That track was 1998. A noble year. 1999, it was just around the corner. One of the greatest years in movie history. Fight Club, The Matrix, Dark City. Some good shit. Think about it. Check that IMDb page for 1999. It'll blow your feeble cinephile mind. Uh, Speaking of cinema... Here is uh, some dungeon synth coming up, inspired by no less than Star Wars. Uh, it's a band called Bespin Moons, of course, referring to the moons of Bespin. Yeah, no, duh, Ryan. Uh, and the, the track is called Galactic Scum, something we sort of deal with on a daily basis. It's strange to hear, uh, as you will soon see, Star Wars-inspired dungeon synth. Uh, it has that kind of sort of washed-out you know, videotape flavor, uh, but it's inspired by the deep space adventure of, uh, of Star Wars. Star Wars is, of course, science fantasy, so I guess it's not that much of a stretch. Well, you be the judge.
Frostguard with Melkor, the almighty lord of chaos. And before that, Bespin Moons with Galactic Scum. I'm going to keep the uh, dungeon synth caravan a-rolling. We're going to do some kobold with a track called Heroes and Legends. <laughs>
Steinsop from Norway with a track called Quasar. Steinsop, I believe, is a kind of mushroom. <laughs> Before that, Kobold with Heroes and Legends. And now we are indeed in true reality at the final two tracks of the night. At least for this show. Naturally, there'll be more stuff playing after me on Midtown Radio. That won't be the final song, but for Rewizard Radio, episode 30, features the final two tracks. Uh, they're both going to be tracks by a band called Orcrypt. <laughs> they have a very D&D aesthetic that I very much appreciate. Uh, the first track will be called Oubliette, an ambient piece, followed by a track called Beholder. Which, if you are a D&D type, you will no doubt uh, be familiar with the word Beholder and the terror that it uh, it entails. So here's our crypt, um, and then I wish you a good night. Keep your wits about you. Um, a Beholder always does. <laughs>
weary world needs wizards and if you choose to you can awaken the magic that I know without a doubt is in you I really do believe that every jam you heard in free wizard radio was a spell for that very purpose ecstatically sigiled up by other wizards from across the world well I've been broadcasting from the Adventures Guild board game cafe in Kitchener Ontario and I want to thank you for listening I hope to ensorcel you next week. And if you like, you can follow me in my writing or concert-going adventures at Instagram at TheWizard, spelled with an extra A because I was just too damn slow. Now, go forth and kick ass. Bye. I threw down my enemy and smote his ruin upon the mountainside. <laughs> I suppose you think that was terribly clever.